0: ba 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 It's an oh, happy day for me, man. Shaman DJ, Contampus, most connected DJ, along with my partner in crime, Crisco Kid. Another episode of the Players Playlist. Crisco, i
1: we just jumping right in. I like that. Okay, come, yeah, on. come well, on. Well, uh, I just want to
0: say this, first of all, that I would like to give myself a round of applause this week because it's been a great week for me and, and, and all the sports things that, that I get myself into. First of all, shouts out to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers who went to Germany and got one in Munich. And also, too, because I quite often still wear my New York Giants socks. Shouts out okay. to my New York Giants, too, for, you know, for still making us look good up there in New York. Um, uh, how are you looking out there uh, in the world of sports, Crisco, on, on the West Coast out there in Arizona?
1: Yeah, yeah. well, hey, uh, the Cardinals, you know what I mean? It looked, it looked pretty good this week. We might have one of them situations we talked about with Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush, where I've already known Colt McCoy is a GOAT because I follow UT football since I can remember and right. so when you, when you saw what Colt did last year when, when, when Kyler was out, and again, these comments are, are only mine. They don't reflect
0: <laughs> they just yours.
1: I've the goatness that Colt McCoy possesses. And I know the magic that can happen when you can see the place fully developed. You don't have to scramble everywhere. You can see where you, the ball needs to go to quickly. And just Colt is a seasoned quarterback that knows what he's doing. And um, I think the team looked good. Sucks that Zach Ertz got hurt. Um, and man, the Cardinals released Eno Benjamin not really sure why. Um, I think a lot of people are wondering, but um, I don't know if those details come out, but that's what's happening in my sports field right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: this this is out of left field, Crisco, but if you could think of a song right now that described how you feel about your Cardinals right now, what would it be? Woo! Tony, Tony, <laughs> I told Tony, you. it feels good. It feels good? Oh, oh! It didn't take you that long. Oh, there you go. You, you So you're still you're still feeling good about the season.
1: Yeah, feeling good, man. I mean, because if we beat... If we beat the 49ers in Mexico City Monday Night Football right Right. another division win so the division is still kind of up for grabs per se if we beat the 49ers and we beat um, I don't know who I think we got the Seahawks one more time or maybe we don't I don't know point is if we can beat all the rest of the people in the division and we can still show some improvement we can win a majority of the games rest uh, of the season I think there's still a chance that something might happen
0: oh well you know I, I ain't mad at your optimism there um I guess if I, would, if I if I if I would say you know right here right now how I'm feeling in Tampa Bay I I think it would be uh, I go back to Archie. We ready? We ready? Man, I I, I just I honestly like like check it out. And I, and I was talking to Jason about this before before we got in here, right? I think, and Jason made this clear, like he was like, calm down a little bit, Eakin. They didn't look great for four quarters, but I do feel like that the Bucks, when they came out they came out like we want this game and I feel like some games we haven't come out like that like they came out like pushing the tempo pushing the ball like seemed like they played like our style of football so I, I feel good about where it's going you know we got a week off this week with the bye and then I think it's it's Cleveland and you know uh, and I think we got a good chance to, to make a little run here we got Cleveland coming up we got the 49ers coming up uh, who else we got Jason? Got the, oh oh yeah we got a big one here we got the saints on monday night football Woo-hoo! so you know but but i i do think though that we got a chance to win all those games i don't feel like oh my god we're in trouble i think we got a chance to win all those games so uh, i'm yeah. feeling some archie we ready right now i feel really good right now
1: except for the cardinals on christmas you guys have a chance
0: oh wow so that's what we're gonna do um Oh, okay. Well, um, before we get too deep into the this thing, this thing, man, uh, I do want to send uh, some condolences out, man. And we normally don't have to do this, but it's been like a pretty wild last few days. First off, shouts out to my guy Devin White. His dad passed away. I don't have all the details, but his dad passed away. So, and he actually played on Sunday. Till so, so big shout out to Devin, man, for you know making sure that he knows that that we're here for him. And also, too, man, shouts out to everybody over at that UVA campus, boy, because. Man, um we had three football players get shot and killed. We got another another person in critical condition, and somebody else is injured. And and not only that, Crisco, and I'm sure you've heard plenty of these stories because you've been in the media for a while, and you're just a guy that's in the know, right? There's never a winner in these things. Like the person, the shooter, the shooter's families, all the people that were there when the incident happened. Of course, all the kids that go to this school, right? there's there's never no winner in all of this man so it's just a sad thing all the way around um no,
1: logic it, it, they, it just happens just because and and you don't necessarily know why and yeah it, it's unfortunate and i i i'm still trying to figure out what the motive was i, I don't know did they release the motive
0: no they haven't released the motive but and and i also was, was talking about this earlier too i think And I don't know this and I haven't heard it, but I think there's going to be more to this story because from by all accounts, though, the shooter targeted football players and he's a former football player. And then they've had his dad on a couple of broadcasts and his dad was talking about he talked to him a few days ago or a week ago, however long ago. And he was just talking about people have been bothering him or it's had been some stuff going on and his dad said he just kind of encouraged him, just go to class, go to school, you got one more year. But you know, sometimes these things are a lot easier said than done by the actual person that's attending, right? And nowadays it seems like we live in a world where a gun to a lot of people seems like the easy way out, right? And whatever side you're on to me, I I just want people to start realizing to your point, right? It doesn't make any situation any any easier or any better when when either the person either takes their own life by committing suicide or they do what this guy just did. And and now we got a bunch of people hurt because even think about this, the people who who didn't get shot, just the trauma of seeing that, you know, and and being there when it goes down. Right. Because these people, from what I understand, too, these students were coming back from a field trip. So. You've, they've been somewhere on a, a good time. You're in college life. You know, that's po- That's what everybody tells you to like, dude, enjoy your college life, man. This is this is the good time. Right. So you're in college. You've gone on a trip. Everybody's been to eat together. And I'm reading even now like this just dropped maybe like an hour ago that people are starting to talk about the chilling moments before it happened. And some account here that I'm reading says something about he asked a question about something like about a video game. And then the person answered and then he just pulled out the gun and started shooting so you can imagine the chaos and they're on a bus when this happens yeah yeah you know
1: it's tragic man and and again like you said our condolences um but i i do believe there is more like you just said there's got to be more to this story
0: yeah i i I think there's more you know there's been all kinds of hazing talk or whatever and i said i'm sure we'll get more details as this shakes down but again like um to your point, man, my condolences, you know, to the families and, and, and even the people who, you know, that, like I said, that were there, you know, that just whew, that, you know, that witnessed it, you know, because 20 year old kid, man, you 19, 20, whatever. You know, what I'm saying you whew, I think we're seeing, you know, what? That, that's that's what I talk about when I when I think about the Internet. Right. The Internet is such a gift and such a curse. Right. Because it's such a gift now because you got the world in your pocket, you know, with our phone. But then it's also such a curse because. What is it that you can't see? You know,
1: and it's almost like you, you're just too desensitized to process or even want to process some things at, at given times. Right. Especially when it comes to tragedy, because you're thinking, oh, man, what happened? Let's get the closure. What was the motive? OK, on to the next thing. What happened here? Oh, man, I wonder why they did it. And instead of processing the fact that there are human beings, there are families, like. That are occurring. It's not just a news story or something to pop up in that little square as you're scrolling through the feed, man.
0: Right, and it's crazy because speaking to your point about what happens next, this that hasn't even been what 48 hours, maybe, and you got they found four kids from the University of Idaho. In off off campus housing, that they're dead and they think it's some some foul play in that story, right? So it just it just keeps going on and on, man. Um, let's get into this, man. And 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 um, there's a couple of ways I wanted to go today, but I, I would like to start uh with, with what I call old school, new school, right? And and I'm I'm talking Twenty One Savage, right? Twenty One Savage. I would say in this new school of rappers, I think he was on a 2016 uh, XXL freshman cover, somewhere in there, right? Somewhere in there he was in that freshman class, right? But the biggest thing going on with him right now, him and Drake just dropped this album, Her Loss. Um, It's out right now. And, And 21 Savages is not one to be shy from the microphone if you know anything about him. And recently he was in a Clubhouse thing and you know Clubhouse is the app where it's like a bunch of people in this conversation and everybody's listening or whatever. And... I don't know how they got on the subject of Nas, but 21 Savage says uh, pretty much something to this effect. Nas just makes great music and has a makes good music and has a great fan base. He's not relevant at all. Now, before I even jump in with my opinion, Crisco, I want to let you lead with your thoughts of what you think about what he said. Does it matter to you? You know, the Crisco thought.
1: Uh, first of all, why is anybody still on Clubhouse? You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's some good there's some good conversations that have happened. But if you're on Clubhouse looking for music advice.
0: <laughs> yeah, how does Chrisco always have a sound effect ready?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to Clubhouse to hear anybody who's d- done nothing in music talk about music. It right. doesn't make it, it's a lot. And, and at this point, people that have been on Clubhouse are just regurgitating info that they heard on last month's Clubhouse or last week's or another room before they jumped in this room. And it's just, it, it to me, it's just a waste. Um, and, and I tried to get, I tried to be involved in Clubhouse and I, I just couldn't cause I'm thinking, why am I listening to these, this advice from these people that,
0: sorry. Now
1: 21 Savage. Um, I've just, I'm look, I'm not a hater, but I'm just not a fan of 21 Savage's delivery. I don't like his style. I, I, I don't know him personally. He could be a, cool dude or whatever I, I i don't know but as far as what he brings to the table um it's just not for me right and uh, and again it's not hate i just i have it's not relevant to me so in the same way that he's talking about how Nas who's actually contributed to the culture who's had a way bigger impact in the culture who is l- literally uh, even um about music about technology about just brand partnerships changed the way that um, music and and, and hip hop as a genre, or just musicians can can do collaborations with brands, has even changed. And I think Twenty One Savage, yeah, you did a collaboration with Drake. Uh, that's fine. Hey, congratulations, you dropped an album. But I still think it doesn't increase his relevance or his impact to the culture. I'm sorry. And I think he's out of pocket for saying what he says. But I think that's a lot of ignorance. Just like when Lil Yachty was saying that he didn't think Tupac, you know, was good or Biggie. Remember, remember that a while right, back. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's for clout, sometimes they say things to get people talking. He's still gotta sell out he's still gotta sell an album, whether it's streaming or whatever, he's gotta stay relevant somehow. And I think maybe that was either out of ignorance or just out of a reach for uh people to talk about him, and that's exactly what we're doing today, Egan.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and I think you're right on point with all of that, right? Here here's the here's my first thing about what he said though. He says he makes good music and he has a great fan base. Isn't that the definition of relevancy? Like, isn't that like, like like that is, isn't that the definition of relevancy? And I, and I think what happens a lot of times, right. and, and, And I got asked this yesterday too, about 21 Savage. I think you make a very valid point when you say it's ignorance. Right. And I don't mean that in the sense of like 21 Savage is ignorant personally, but ignorant to like, A lot of times, right, especially with this internet, everything is a 15 to 20 second clip. They don't, they're not, even though they have a chance to really research what's going on and how they got here, everything is moving so fast to your point that they're not even taking the time. So 21 Savage probably knows not saying that he isn't know other artists around the world or hasn't heard of him, but in his main picture of life, it's what's going on in the Atlanta scene, what's going on with his project, the artists that are around him like the Drakes and that sort of thing. He doesn't. He's not even looking at just because the fan base isn't your fan base or a 17-year-old kid doesn't mean that this dude isn't relevant because there's a whole bunch of people that are 30 and up that were like waiting for that Nas and Hit Boy album, right, that are like still like me. I'm giving, I'm giving Illmatic run at least once or twice a month. Oh, easy. You know, and when you look at even the brands, like you say, Nas has done these deals, these technology deals and where he's moving at to still be a relevant figure in the overall culture. Let's not right. even talk about how brands like Hennessy look to Nas and go, this is our right. audience. He talks to them, Right. That is relevancy. So some, so to your point, right? And, 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 I, and I never really get mad at these younger artists. I just think, like, to your point, too, without even, it even being personal at all, it's an ignorance thing. And we take these clips in 15 to 20 second intervals or someone answers a question without taking that second to go, hold on, let me think about this a second before I say all of this. You know, because like yes. I said in the very beginning, right, the very beginning, if you're making good music, and you have a good fan base that wants that music. That is the very definition of relevancy. Elephants,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know I, mean, man? I, I, I just can't take any conversation to have his own clubhouse. Or like, there's gonna be any prolific type of uh, awakening or, or, or statement that's going to change. I, nah. Wait,
0: wait, you know, while, while we're on that subject, right? Where do you think that Clubhouse went wrong? Because remember when Clubhouse first came out, right? It was like you had to be invited. Like Clubhouse was so crazy when it first came out, right? Like I got an invite from somebody that I know is super into the tech space, right? Shouts out to my guy, Dave Melhado, right? And he was like, bro, you wanna, you're going to want to be a part of this, right? And I said, okay. So I looked into it and then people started asking me because they knew I was a part of it to invite them in. So it started to seem like to me, people were just like, well, I got invites, I'm gonna just invite people. It wasn't like this selective community of like who we want in there, you know? And, and I guess how it was supposed to start, but somewhere it went wrong and I stopped paying attention early. So do you know, maybe, what are your thoughts on where it went yeah, wrong?
1: I know exactly what went wrong. <laughs> just like, I, I, yeah, but by the way, speaking of invites, you, because you remember when Google, you remember when Gmail first started? Not everybody had a Gmail. You had to be invited to join Gmail. Let me just throw that out there, too. You know what I mean? So I'm sure you were heavy on it early, right? You right. know, I, I tried to create multiple accounts. Like, oh, wait. wait, wait. You
0: know? <laughs> wait.
1: Well, no one invite. Let's just pump the break. No, but seriously, like, here's what went wrong, just like with so many other things in, in media. Look, I'm all for everyone having a voice. Um, I, I love that the fact that in America, you're supposed to be able to have a voice and you're supposed to be able to express your opinions, right? But what happens is... When you start giving everyone a platform and you give people who aren't educated on subjects the same platform or ability for people that have studied this, they got degrees in it. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, right? From anything from pop culture to the pandemic, to science, to history, like whatever we're talking about, when you start giving everyone the same platform, the ability to speak and be heard, then it can become like, what? That's that's absolutely not right. And when you have more of that occurring, than what is actually real, or that is proven, or that is fact, then things start dismantling, and I think it goes downhill from there. So like I mentioned earlier, you got a bunch of people who have never even gone platinum. People have never even produced a record. People have never been on the air, but everyone has um, their own radio station or whatever they think they have, but they still can't deliver an effective message. Like if we were on air, then you see things just start... And now everyone's stuck with a bunch of mediocre thought. Right. And group, which is not healthy or good for anyone.
0: Yeah. And and, and it also seems like, too, that every time we're hearing about Clubhouse now, it's never really positive. It's somebody that has gone on there and said something crazy. Like, I don't know whether I'm just in in these feeds or whatever, but who I hear about most on Clubhouse is WAC 100. And WAC, of course, is games manager. And he's associated with Ray J. And WAC just moves around the space. And honestly, I can't say... I can't say I don't have respect for Wack. I can't say I've lost respect for him. But I do know, to me, a few years ago, I was much more liking what Wack stood for than I do now, right? And this is not personal. This is just professional. Like, because he's managed game, he's moved around some spaces, and Wack is in the game right but it seems like now every time that his name comes across my screen and i don't know if this is his fault or just the way the blogs move it's for something that has been said that's way out of whack and something to me that if if you're trying to get these younger cats to listen to you which he has that type of a voice then to me and and you could correct me if i'm wrong here if you want these younger cats to listen to you and respect what you have to say you can't be going where they go and act like they act either, because the minute that they see you making all this kind of outlandish craziness happen on a on a platform like Clubhouse, when you go to tell them something that could very much be something they need to hear, the backlash is, man, I just heard you on Clubhouse talking like this. I just heard you. I just heard you go online and shoot at this person instead of calling them and talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're doing young boy things.
1: Well, it is kind of like when they say, you know, you're never supposed to meet your heroes and. And that can be in business and that can be in, in whatever it is. But to that point, Eken, how many times can I hear Gary Vee? And I, I love Gary V, man. I've, I've been on Gary Vee since like 2015. And, right. and how many times can I hear that? Then how And how many times are we going to hear Grant Cardone give a speech? Like if you go to Clubhouse, there's always the same leaders talking about real estate. They're talking about music or NFT projects, right? And, and then the crypto space. And I, I, again, it just goes back to it. A lot of people talking about the same thing. They're just jumping room to room to room to room. And then it's all relationship problems. How many times you see the relationship room pop up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to marriage. What are you talking about? You're not even married. And so that's <laughs> what I mean, you can How many times, you know, don't meet the heroes on Clubhouse? Right. Avoid that clubhouse conversation to change your perception of them. You gotta stop. Hey. And that goes for Twitter spaces as well. Because right. there's a lot of people, and there's been there's been good conversation. We're not talking bad about all clubhouse or about all Twitter. I'm just saying general. There's a lot of conversations that I just don't want to be a part of anymore. Yeah, I
0: and and, I, get- and again, I think one of my big turnoffs too was like and and I've said this before about this industry that we're in like I love this industry that we're in I love it like I love the entertainment and I think people that get to know me they realize that I love the game even more than I love like actually like throwing parties like I love the game I love like the fact that you and I talk about putting things together right the fact that we have these conversations that are like to the side of it like how can we make this run better that sort of thing that intrigues me even more than people think than people understand of getting in front of a camera and jumping up and down and you know the drinks and stuff like that like I love that part what I hate about it though is it just seems like we just let anybody in and that like I said that's what to me where the clubhouse thing kind of turned me off right it just seemed like in the beginning it was this thing like you had to get get invited to right so you were going to be able to really chop it up with people who were your peers who cared about this thing right that were like you said thought leaders right so you could even meet other thought leaders that you may have heard about but never gotten to build with right you were going to help create this network kind of like a linkedin but in an entertainment digital tech space right like this this whole space right but when i would be like out or randomly getting a text of like can you invite me to clubhouse and it was somebody that that wasn't even in this game that I'm in. I was like, well, wh- why, why would I give you this invite? And then I realized clubhouse could be a lot of different things because there could be a lot of different rooms, but I got it. But the people who seemed to be asking me at first, they weren't really interested in what I was interested in. And that's learning and, and building with people and that networking aspect. It was more about, I'm cool. I got a clubhouse thing. I'm just in there now, you know, and that yes, was a turnoff for me.
1: Humans going to human. That's what humans do. <laughs> right. Just part of the place that you can't get into, or, or that you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always wanted to open up a nightclub and never have anybody in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait, wait, Chris, I can't let you go right past that. Explain, explain.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I just wanted to have a club, music popping, everything's going, lights, everybody, and you only keep people outside. Like, like, you don't even let anybody in. It's just so famous for nobody. You don't even know who's in there, but you just always have a line. You pay people whatever it is to stand outside. Some people are going to wait there just to wait because they want to get in, but right. nobody ever gets in. It's just a club <laughs> and people are like, why can't I get in? And it just to prove the point is like, people will still do whatever they got to do to stand in line. They're going to pay the bounce whatever they got to pay just to go in there and see nobody in there. Right. It, it might even be a, a four foot gap between the front door and just a piece of drywall that's got music and like lights that's just popping. And people are like, I got to get in. And then once you get in, you out. But just people will do it just to say they do not wait, wait in line or that they went
0: inside there. Is that like the Payless thing the other day, uh, a few years back when they made the fake? Uh, it was Payless shoes, but they made it like a upscale shoe store. And people were in there like, oh, my God, I need this. I need that. I need this. And they were just yeah. buying Payless shoes. Right. Like yeah. we just what they what they call a sheeple. We're Sheeple. Yeah, sheeple. <laughs> Yeah.
1: But let's get trash bag purses or ruffle bag. Purses. Ain't nobody want that, but now you do. Come on, man. We, if if man we didn't have any money. We would take any type of bag and make it and try to carry something. But it's like now it's cool to do some of the stuff that we did. We didn't have any money, man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're
0: still Chris, go. We got seven minutes to go in this players' pot, players playlist, man. And <laughs> okay, I would, now, huh? You know, I was going to go because I, I I had a feeling you might want to get on this Chappelle thing, man. So yeah. so Chappelle Chappelle was on the, on SNL, and I thought his monologue, and and I'm slightly. I'm slightly on a slant. I think Chappelle is a genius with the way he delivers comedy, with the way all of his points come back around. Everybody doesn't feel the way that I feel. But after watching that monologue, because I haven't seen the whole show yet, but the monologue I definitely wanted to see, and I've watched it three or four times, right? What did you think? Because he's getting it. He's getting it. He's getting the complaints that he's anti-Semitic and that how did they let him on the platform? And what it's are your thoughts?
1: A day, but I'm going I'm to throw this for him. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dave. Keep doing it come on i don't think it's people don't even understand that all the people that are mad are proving the point of what this whole thing is about and if you can't understand you know we're talking about the same people that are mad at the he didn't even call he didn't even accept or adopt or put out anything that would show he's anti-semitic he's just speaking about what happened in general right And, and in the comments if you're offended by some of the comments that just on this but not offended at this and and this, and it's like, man, it's that picky and choosy. What you are offended by nowadays, right? And there, there is something in there that somebody could have been offended. I mean, maybe if you're Herschel Walker's family, you're offended <laughs> by <laughs> right,
0: right? Because, <laughs> because that might have been the most direct thing, right? What he gave Herschel Walker, right?
1: <laughs> I would think he might be more offended than other people that might be offended in, in, inside from the monologue. There's, but it's like, and he says it. He has to be so careful. Even us, even going into talk about this, could be risky because, right. oh. I, Oh no, no! It's like, what are we saying? What is anybody really saying? I'm not, I'm not condoning or saying anything is right when people are anti-Semitic and making purple comments. But just, I'm talking about just even us having this dialogue right here. Right. what? what we're just talking about the issue, but yet somebody might label us anti-Semitic or or whatever because we're talking about and just giving Dave Chappelle a comment, a uh, compliment on his comedic genius and his format and, and how he delivers. Right. That's what's crazy to me. And I think that's what people are saying is the whole irony about everything right
0: now. Right. And, and to me, I think people are taking... Like, I think with Chappelle too, one of the biggest things to me that's missed is you cannot take Chappelle's jokes in 15 seconds or 10 second pits because he gives you such... a The, the whole thing usually comes around into full it comes full circle into how everything ties together. And he does it so nicely. The bow is so dope that you'd be like... I get it. And even if you find out that part of it's about you, right? Like, like, I I never forget when he did the thing about when he was doing the thing and about Jesse Smouye on 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 Empire. Right. A lot of that was about how black people felt. Right. And even seeing comedians that are not black, like I love Bill Burr. Right. I think Bill Burr is dope because he doesn't take himself too seriously. But why would I go to a Bill Burr show and expect that I'm not going to get a little bit of this comedy? I'm right. going to get some of it. it. But if I'm looking to be offended, Bill Burr is going to offend me every time. Oh, Dave Chappelle is yeah. going to, a matter of fact, almost any comedian is going to offend you every time. But isn't that why you go to a comedy show, not to take yourself so seriously?
1: Well, it's it's like the Jake Paul fight we talked about. People go to Jake Paul fights or watch the pay-per-view just to see him lose. People watch Dave Chappelle to see how they could get offended I didn't talk about it and blame him and blame anyone for who laughed who laughed at one of his jokes or found comedic genius in him or appreciated his art. It's the same situation. They're, they're watching Dave to be offended or to find what they can complain about because the trans community, I guarantee, uh, was watching SNL to find out what he was going to say that's going to piss off that community as well. And again, that is not an anti-trans statement or whatever. That is an observation of Dave Chappelle and who critiques is comedy
0: right and 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 one of the, and to your point man like i i, I feel like this and and, it, and it's a crazy thing and i and i tell people and and shouts out to my 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 probably my bestie like she's super super close to me her name's amanda right and she she made a point she says we don't get to tell people how they should feel and i understand that i very much do right i understand that but i also think that Everybody gets some of this And it's a tasteful way It wasn't like he just went in, Like if he would have just went in there and, and trans this and this and this and this he told stories, and if you really think about it, is these are things that are actually happening. He just is such a comedic genius that he knows how to make you laugh at them as they're happening, but that doesn't mean that every time he says something, we're laughing at a particular segment of society's plights or that they're going through all this wrong stuff. And to, to your point, I think so, that's what everybody's, or the, the particular community who would like to get mad at that time, that's what they look for. Well, this is an attack, and you're going, and you're like or at least I am I speak for me. I'm like I kind of understand that. And sometimes I've even walked out understanding better about other communities. You know, right. by the by the way he that he's put stuff, man. So, I don't know, man. I I enjoyed the monologue. I haven't seen like everything on the show, but I th- I thought that he gave it to Kanye the right way. I may mean, I'm interested to to hear Because Kanye, I haven't seen Kanye say anything, but he kind of gave it to Kanye when he talked about how Kanye was on drink champs and he was like, billionaires don't wear chains. And then he kind of sewed it up with when Kanye wasn't a billionaire anymore. Hey, man, put your chain back on. (laughs) I was like, 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 like you said, if he's giving it to somebody directly, Kanye got it directly.
1: Right. right. Even when he addressed the, you know, the MAGA movement or Trump and and he was right. And but that's why those people, certain people are head over heels with Trump is because he told it, yeah, we're we're doing this and uh, change the law if you don't like it. And we're going to go back in the house and keep playing the same game. You know what I mean? It's the same. And there's, I'm sure there were people that are extreme, you know, or MAGA, like just super deep that could have been offended. But at the same time, again, if you're watching to find something to be offended by and you're watching Dave Chappelle, you're going to be offended somehow, someway.
0: <laughs> man hey it's the world we live in man Crisco uh I think we did it this week I think we got in our 30 minute time limit uh Jason is gonna be proud of us here we got a few seconds left man uh where can they find you at online I just want to make Jason proud one week
1: there we go hey find me everywhere at Crisco Kid at C-R-I-S-C-O-K-I-D-D and again these just my personal reflections it's, it's not of a grumpy old man it's anything like that it's just a man that's figuring things out as we all live this crazy thing called life
0: Hey, I'm going to tell you this, man, and I'm going to give you your flowers while you're here to hear them and enjoy them. I appreciate your thoughts and how you deliver them and I appreciate you taking the time to, to to do this banter thing with me every week man and like I said as like you said at some point right if we're looking hard enough something that some all of us say is gonna offend somebody but I appreciate and respect the class that you deliver this with and everything you do when I see other things you're doing online even though you be late getting to your spots in the beginning of the season you know out there at the Cardinals game I respect the I respect the fact that you was you know chopping it up with all your fans as well man so I just want to make sure you know man I'm, I'm giving you your flowers while you're here, man. I rock with you. Hey, um, thank
1: you. Like, like, thanks for extending your platform for us to have these conversations. And the way that, you know, we talk, uh, we got to talk more off the, you know what I mean? Off right. our podcast. But I love what you do as far as empowering the community, right? And having different dialogues and having guests from all over the country that can participate in your conversations and on your platform. And, and, and I really feel like one thing that we talked about was, yeah, we do music, but not everything that we're doing to reach people has to be through music. And I think that is genius in itself. And More people got to appreciate what you are doing uh, if they're not already appreciating what you're doing. And just shout out to you. Flowers back at you. I love you, bro. Thank you, man.
0: I love you too, man. I appreciate you, man. For everybody looking for me online, man, it's at DJ Eakin. And on YouTube, you can find these episodes at DJ Eakin TV. Uh, Download, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Uh, Crisco Kid is here. I am here. And of course, shout out to Radio Influence, my guy Jason, for making sure it all goes wild, man. Uh, Players Playlist, man. We are gone, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Holla!